It's horrible. I'm sorry. I was in the middle. I had it in my head, so I was distracted. Yes, you were. I didn't I, know what was happening. I did. Were you watching? Yes. I trying to. I was trying. You to were using out your fingers to. Per- was, oh, okay. I was using my. Fingers. That sounded disreputable. <laughs> He's in his closet using his fingers. Uh-huh, that'll be on. Oh shit! Ooh, I hope there's not a breaking news hot air balloon. There's a closet hot. Balloon. There's a hot air balloon right outside the window that I can see from my closet. God oh, damn it! God there's damn always it. news balloons floating around every fucking place. In 1993, Brooke McEldowney began publishing his newspaper comic, Nine Chickweed Lane. Nearly 30 years later, he's still writing it. Still. And we're still reading it. What is wrong with us? I I don't know. I'm Brooke Dillman. And I'm Jeff Drake. And this is a podcast about our obsession. This is Nine Chickweed Rage. Why did I feel that anger machine? <sighs> this fucking comic, oh my God. I'll take the 40 points. It was three threes, I need them. Three threes, I need them. Because it sounds like three trees, I need them. Three trees, I need them. I'll take the 40 points. <laughs> Here it is, diagonally. <laughs> Butterfingers. Well, now you're just throwing everything in there. I'm throwing it all in the mix. So my kids have been watching Willy Wonka nonstop, the Gene Wilder version, of course. Oh, and, man. Um, so much oh. so, so much so that they were playing a game in the backyard where they were riding like tricycle type vehicles around, and then Jose was was pedaling and and steering it. It's one that like like two people can sit on, and uh, then he would stop and he would yell, "Stop the boat!" <laughs> <laughs> and then also he. Um, he was like, I was like, uh, driving home, I was like, uh, okay, Jose, you get to pick a song. He's like, he's like, what song do I want? And I guessed a song. He goes, wrong, sir. Wrong, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you stole fizzy lifting drink. Oh, my God. He, oh, you're you giving him. You lose. <laughs> you lose. Yeah. Good yeah. <laughs> day, sir. Um, anyway, so it's... Uh, so yeah, uh, I turned my oldest son into an ELO fan, which was my favorite band growing up. Sure, and sure. All my all my kids love the original Willy Wonka. So I guess I might be the best parent ever. I don't know, or the I'm, most narcissistic parent. You're turning them into yourself. You just love to look at yourself. The, you you had yeah. them so you could have little use. Can you hear that? What? Literally uh, a fire truck going by. It was very. I don't hear it. Well, you probably can't hear it on the Zoom. You'll hear. But it. But you sure hear my diet coke can hitting the oh my God. ground. I said it very. I said it without any. I was just like, here are two things. No, you said turn your gain down. And do you have a? Do you have a soft drink? Can you just put it down on something soft? No, that wasn't. I God, I wish that was recorded so we could hear how you really said it. I was not. I I know. I know my mental state. I was not agitated with you. You know when I'm <laughs> agitated. I know my mental state. Yes. I know my mental state, sir. <laughs> well, oh you know. You know I your know. mental state better. Oh, than I have I no I clue know. about my mental state. None. 
None. See, this is what I'm talking I'm about. I'm like, please, someone, please explain my mental state to me. See, the, see, the gain doesn't have to be up hardly at all because yeah. that's fine. That's Do you want me to put it down even further? No, no. I'm, I'm turning this down because I, I can hear your voice coming through my headphones on my microphone. When I do the edit. <laughs> all right. Okay, I'm loud. I, I'm loud. It's fine. It, all it means is, like, I prefer to have the headphones up louder because I like, I like hearing it all better. But it bleeds into the record. But I would have been of- the most important person in the old Wild West town before microphones because I could announce, there's an emergency, everybody. <laughs> Go get buckets! There's a fire at the saloon! You know? Every town had one in the old Everyone, West, and it was me. Yeah, West. I would have been... I was just born in the wrong era. I would have been so famous and important. Yeah. Because I could, I could yell to the next town over. Yep. Come help us! There's a fire at the saloon! Right. Doc Simmons needs ya! <laughs> you! Were, you were hot pre-telegraph. Your your talents were in in demand pre-Telegraph. Well, that's why Ethel Merman was like, (laughs) I mean, even though she was the greatest, but there was another reason she was the greatest. You could hear her in the auditorium. Yeah, yeah. God, she she was funny. Oh, my God, she was funny. She didn't need a microphone. You had something you wanted to say, though. Yeah, I, I wanted to ask you something about La La Land. What happened? That night at the Oscars. I can't remember what happened. I, I was running today and this popped into my head. This is what running, I just let, I don't listen to any music. I don't let, I just let my mind run wild. And this is what it landed on was La La Land and what happened. Why did they say the winner is La La Land? And it was really Moonlight. What? I don't know what yeah. happened. <laughs> It is so weird that you bring up La La Land because I just took my cat to the vet today and that was the movie that they were playing in the lobby. <gasps> and so, like, my when you brought God, it up... that's so I, weird! Up, I was like, what? What's happening? Oh, my God. We're like yeah. twins! Yeah, it's just this. We're like twins! Show. It yeah. goes in your head and it hits my head! <laughs> Ow, my tooth. What did you just bite? I, I just... Uh, it ate a rock! Why? Why are you eating rocks, Brooke? Oh, you know, you're my twin. I, I, no, this is one of the things I don't know. I do not understand why you eat rocks. You're not a bird. You don't need them for your gizzard because you do not have a gizzard. How many times do I have to tell you? You do not have a gizzard. Oh, I've always wanted a gizzard. <laughs> uh, who hasn't wanted a gizzard? I mean, that uh, was like true. when you're a kid, you're like, if I could only have a gizzard. Oh, uh, please, Santa. <laughs> Opening your present. Let it be a gizzard. Let it be a gizzard. Ah, science kit. What fucking bullshit is this? What kind of bullshit is a science kit? Science kit. I love it. It's just called science kit. Yep. Yep. Just all of science is in the kit. Mm -hmm. Every every last bit of science that you ever need to know. (laughs) Some of the toys that I had, I I had like a science kit. Uh, Last episode, we talked about the fact that I had mercury. Oh, right. Oh, my God. But also, like, so also, you, you will recall that at that, and I think we had this in our house, you could get a, what was, what was unashamedly known as a wood-burning kit. 
I didn't have a word word burning. I had a word burning kit, but not a wood burning kit. It was a it was a handle that had a metal, uh, like a metal like wand coming out of it, and a plug coming out of the other end. And you plug it in, and it would heat up the end of the rod, so you could like so you could like burn patterns and stuff. Like an art project, an art project. Oh, but or wow. you just plug it in and then accidentally touch it to anything else and cause a fire or injury. <laughs> sure, sure. Well, it, my, speaking of that, my wood burning. Kit. My sister uh, always wanted an easy bake oven, mm-hmm. and my mom was like, "You'll electrocute yourself. You'll die. You can't have an easy bake oven." So that's all she wanted was an easy bake oven. For so for her, I think like twenty seventh birthday, we got her an easy bake oven. And she opened it and started sobbing. I mean, she oh, was like, sure. I am a... Yeah, my mom was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I scarred you so badly, yeah. not getting you. But, of course, mom thought the one little light bulb was going to kill us. Yeah. Well, we it did. Like, it, the original ones, I think kids did get injured. <laughs> In her defense. Like, like, oh, why are you coming to Mary Jo's defense? How dare you? Now you've turned... Charlie and mom are always ganging up on me. Yeah. I mean, and now normally, you're. You normally, and, Charlie and I gang up on you. If that's right. That's right. Anytime there's a, a three in a group and I'm included, they always gang up on me. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, might they're be jealous. Something. Everybody's jealous. That's it. That's it. <laughs> now who's the narcissist? <laughs> oh, yeah. Of course I'm the. Oh, there's no, no, no doubt. No doubt. I, all this, all I think is like, what does that person think of me? Like, what, what's going on over there? I think they're looking at me and they think I'm stupid. Oh my god! You know, it's just so dumb. It's like no one's yeah. looking or Nobody thinking cares. about you. No. Nobody cares. No, no. Uh, back to La La Land real quick. Oh yes, uh, yes. So, uh, so I got to watch like the fr- and I hated that movie when it came out, and um, I liked it. Really, I I, I don't like it now, but I liked it then. It's one of those movies that, inside its core, is like. A love of making movies. Right, right. Which Hollywood makes over and over and over again. And it's so crazy because it's not as if every other art form has that. It's not like, oh my God, there's like a hundred songs that have been written about the magic of writing a song. Of writing a song. But but there are literally hundreds of movies that are like, get this, guys. This movie is about the magic of making movies. And then the Oscars come out and the Oscars are always like, making movies is so magical. (laughs) And it's just like, no, it's just fucking making movies, man. I know. But there are some great, you know, Singing in the Rain. And, you know, there are some really great movies about making movies. But that's less about, like, the magic of making movies. That's just set in the world of making movies. It's not a movie that's like, crawls up its own butt about, like, how magical and wonderful it is to make movies. It actually is kind of like, it's a business. (laughs) Right, (laughs) yeah. Singing in the Rain. It's like, it's a business, and we have to figure out how to save our asses now that sound has been introduced you know it's not about like it's not about like the holy chore of making movies and it's like you it's not like you pick up a book and you're like oh it's another book about how magical it is to write a book (laughs) like you literally you apply it to anything else and it sounds ridiculous ridiculous insane movies yeah all we do is like how great are we making this 
because and it's incredible like incredible gift to the AMC world thing, you know when you step like you're transformed Oh, Nicole Kidman doing that. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so it's so like movies are so like talk about narcissism. Yeah. (laughs) Movies think they're the most important and magical thing that has ever happened. (laughs) Well, I keep seeing I keep trying to brush dust off my chest, but it's a weird trick of the light in here. So I can see it. It looks like it looks like God is speaking to your sweatshirt. Jeff Sweatshirt, this is God. Um, yes. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a light that's going from the top of your microphone through the... Oh, yeah. It cuts right through here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh! And then there's this <laughs> over here. So maybe it's a laser, a Star Wars. Like, <laughs> oh, I am your father. Oh, I am your father. That was my Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. That was really I am good. your father. <laughs> So good. It's so good. It's no wonder. I mean, everybody thought it was James Earl Jones. <laughs> it's no wonder that you are an in-demand voice actor. <laughs> so, so it's it's like I'm in the room with Mr. Darth Vader. Darth Vader yeah, himself. Oh God, Brooke. Last episode. Yeah. We. Um, there was a hot air balloon filled. We were with we were in the, the the news the 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 breaking news Brussels. <laughs> That's right. That's right. The, piano the, competition. The news, the news balloon. No cello competition. It's a cello. The news breaking cello the, competition. Uh, hot air I, news balloon. Uh, all of those words in some order. Yes. In some order. It not just trips order. off the tongue. Certainly not that order. Because <laughs> that was news breaking was the beginning. You might as well have said balloon hot air. Balloon hot news breaking. Balloon balloon hot news breaking. Air balloon hot news. This is Dillman Brook with balloon hot news breaking. Coming at you from competition jello. So now we're continuing. Did you skip any this week? No. Just a Sunday, but it's not about the competition. No, of course not. That's that's the tradition is to do whatever on Sunday. (laughs) Now, when we begin this... Which could be imminently, it could be in a minute, or knowing us, it could be 25 minutes from now. Because I have other questions about La La Land. I'm not going to answer You're that. not going to answer No. Okay. It's, the ship has sailed on that. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. So this is the very next one after is what you're saying. What you are telling me. I believe me, so. What I mean, you are telling me is. I'm going to look. I, I swear it's the next one. Hold November on. I will look. November 14th was where we stopped, and this is November 15th. Okay. So, yeah. So, it's <laughs> this is the next one. So, okay. All right. So, so we, after, after creating so many questions with a news balloon. <laughs> that's floating through downtown Brussels. <laughs> Now we're back in America, and Juliet is on the couch. And Juliet says... And she's uh, holding she, uh, some holding sort of remote, uh, remote control, yeah, TV remote. Yeah, she's holding a remote control. She's looking over her right shoulder um, and says, Mother, I picked up a satellite broadcast from Brussels. It's about the Forestier competition finalists. They're going to show Amos and dot, dot, dot. And then, then the next... Panel, we see Gran, Juliet's mom, uh, 
looming yeah. over her uh-huh. and uh, over the back of the couch. And Juliet seems surprised and in a different font says dot, 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 Edda. Then the next <laughs> frame <laughs> is, is that Seth? I guess. Yeah. The, he's wearing a turtleneck, everybody. Get ready. Yeah, get ready. He's in a turtleneck, <laughs> and he is just staring at what looks like something on the carpet about 12 feet away from him. It's close <laughs> on him, but he's looking down. It. He's holding a remote control, and it see, I he's guess on his, a different yeah. couch. His, his TV's his, on the floor, I guess. Be, it, like, it really, if he's looking at a TV, it's... <laughs> Like just it's a TV that's just sitting on the floor like it's like <laughs> it's just sitting there. And then in the last panel in a, a darkened room sitting on a, a blue raft, it looks like a, a <laughs> swimming pool like, raft. It looks like she could be floating on in a, a sw- <laughs> in a dingy pool on, a, <laughs> on an air mattress. <laughs> Whoever this is, is also wearing a turtleneck. Hers is green. Seth's is light blue. She is also, everyone only watches television while holding remote controls. Right, yeah. She's holding a remote control, and she has an angry face. And I don't know who she is. I think, this is who I think she is. I think she is Edda's, uh, she feels Edda is her nemesis in the ballet company or something, I think. Oh, is it the lady that she walked by on the street that one day that, that hated her so much? I think something like that. Okay. Okay. Well, hold on. I'm not. And gonna... this woman hates Etta because she's prettier than she is. Nine chick we You know, like women do. I'm just like so angry. Well, yeah. This at this Cindy strip, Crawford. She's this, prettier than me. This strip has never passed the Bechdel test, so <laughs> it's don't expect it to now. Uh, let's look for. And, uh, I think she da- dances at the company with her or something. Janice, maybe. Janice, a friend of Edda's from the ballet company. She has a crush on Mark, who remains her friend, while gently rebuffing her advances. Of course there's advances. Of yeah, course. of course. She's just all over. All the women are always humping the men. Okay, and so the men don't know. Yeah. Let me back up. To, okay. Let me back up to, I picked up a satellite broadcast from Brussels. Right. <laughs> This is how from, how from the news pick, balloon from, from what like just from she just randomly this is 2008 you're not you don't just pick up a satellite broadcast like like what she hacked into the satellite she's got her own satellite dish she's searching around and found the satellite broadcast how did i pick up a satellite broadcast from brussels again we're living in a world that makes zero sense. Zero. Well, and also, was it a satellite balloon? Was the was no. the news balloon a no. satellite? Is that what a satellite balloon is? No. There. What, what do you mean a satellite? There's no. <laughs> a, is that what a satellite? Balloon I've heard is? of the term is satellite it? balloon. Haven't you? No. There's no such thing as a satellite. <laughs> what are cows? I'm going to look up satellite balloon. Please do. Satel- Please there's do. A, I've heard the term satellite balloon <laughs> from S- your own from your own mouth. Satellite <laughs> is where you've heard it. You've heard yourself say satellite balloon. Okay. And you're like that. I sounds- put satellite ball, and uh-huh. Google said satellite balloon. Satellite balloon launch. 
Satellite balloon. No, that's ballroom. Okay. Satellite balloon. A balloon satellite is inflated with gas after it's been put into orbit. It's also occasionally referred to as a satellite, which is a trademark name owned by Gilmore Shagregnol's GT Shagregnol Company. I stand corrected. It sounded like another bit of nonsense. From NASA's your mouth. <laughs> Wallops Flight Facility manages the agency's scientific balloon program with okay. 10 to 15 flights on average each year from launch sites worldwide, including the Brussels Cello Competition. <laughs> um, now, as we discussed, Last week, the type of balloon that we were seeing was not any type of balloon that exists. Right. So yeah. it's it's not yeah. it's it is also not a satellite balloon. And I apologize for doubting you on satellite balloons. Thank you. I I accept and appreciate your apology. So anyway, so somehow she turned on her totally ordinary television and was able with her ordinary television hooked up to in two thousand eight. I'm guessing cable. And was able to, with her cable TV, pick up a satellite podcast. <laughs> so great. She's, she's like highly tech motivated and is able to do that. And so she found the satellite broadcast because, of course, there's a satellite broadcast of a cello competition. I'm sure it's broadcast somewhere. And But uh, that they all went up in this balloon to broadcast from the rehearsal room it, to get a glimpse of well, one mean, of the comp, competitors in the in the rehearsal room in flagrante <laughs> um okay so we don't know what's happening seth is delighted i guess at what he sees on his tv on the floor and janice is not no, happy no. regular readers of this comic are like <laughs> Janice is so mad. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Janice. Oh, that's a good one. Good one, Brooke McEldowney. Look how happy Seth is. And Janice is so mad. She's well, so if, mad. We, if we remember what they were doing in the last. Right, but that's not what people are seeing. Or is it? Is it not? Okay. Let's continue. Let's. Okay. So in the next one. Think of what they saw from the satellite balloon. The news, breaking news balloon. Okay. All right. Okay. You're just, you just can't think of how stupid this can get. But now it's. Now you need it's to a, open your mind. I do. I do. To how it's stupid diff- this can it's get. It's a different day. And Juliet is wearing, everybody with me, turtleneck. Hey. So it's a different day. <laughs> But she's wearing that. She's on the phone, and the cord stretches a million miles. Even and, though it's 2008. And she says, before you and Amos go to the finals, I think you both should know that you've appeared on Brussels' version of Belgium's Funniest Videos. And on the other end is Edda. And so in the next one, we see Edda and... She said, um, I didn't know that. What were we doing? And then in the third panel, we're on Juliet, and she just silently gives a look, you know, which goes over which, great on a corded on phone. On a cord, corded phone to a cord, you know, someone then, who's in Brussels and you're in America. Ready, get ready, because Brooke McEldowney gets artsy here. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, 
in the final panel, Etta is surprised, shocked, and so much so that she is grabbing the dividing bar between panel three and panel four. You can see her fingers wrapped around it in panel three and her thumb in panel four. And she then says very emphatically... With her corn niblet teeth on the bottom, no teeth on top. Just like Seth (laughs) over in the earlier one when he was excited. He had corn niblet teeth on the bottom, no teeth on top. Yes. And she says, what were we doing? Yeah. So, um, okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. And her hair blew up. Yeah. Like, she's so mad her hair blew up. Well, it's like huge. Hair and teeth show emotion. Hair and teeth show emotion. They change. But also, can I say the bar the in between in between the panels is nothing. Right? It's not a bar. I mean, they're making it seem like he's being artsy. It's just being artsy. He's such an asshole. It's like he's breaking the conventions because he's. Because he's Brooke McEldowney, and that's what he—that's what he do. God. I'm so um, okay. So let me just let me. I okay. Now you've got me gun shy to say the word pause ever. <laughs> right. You were gonna pause. Is that what you no! said? We're gonna pause. <laughs> no. No. Let me just say. Well, I—I I guess I was gonna say. Let's just pause for a second, but please do not pause. <laughs> but you said pause. Oh. And because when when I looked at the first, when I saw what the first panel was, I was like, oh, so we've just given up on the balloon. No, it turns out the ridiculous theory that we had, that it was a breaking news balloon, uh-huh. that it was a balloon filled with journalists <laughs> floating around Brussels. That happened to be blown past a building <laughs> where Amos and Etta were rehearsing. They were like, this is good. Let's get a picture of them rehearsing. Wouldn't it be easier to go in and set up a camera inside? No, no, no. We have a news balloon. We'll, um, we'll send it up and hope the wind blows it that direction. That sounds easier, certainly. Uh, and so, and then just and, cross our fingers. No one dies. Like it doesn't ram into the side of a. That it blows by the right side of the skyscraper. Building, that it blows by the right side of the building. That it blows. Um, that they're high enough that they actually see the find the find the different room that they're in. <laughs> All of these things. Certainly, there's not an easier way to do it. Even that way, the crazy way you just described of going there and setting up a camera inside, you're fired (laughs) for suggesting such an outlandish thing. Doing actual press events at a a worldwide competition. Right. They they don't do that. They don't do like a normal press event. Like, let's watch the competitors uh, rehearse. And, And so I guess now... In the moment, last episode, when we were looking at that, it did not actually look like they had had sex. Right. It just looked like they were making it. It would be impossible, in fact, to have sex the way that because she was backed up against a piano and bent back at 90 degrees, which guess what? Guess who bends back 90 degrees Backwards, nobody. Nobody. Maybe Cirque du Soleil people can do right. it, but it's yeah. like a very rare. You have to be like in a family, 
yeah. of contortionists to be yes. able to do something like that. <laughs> you know, like anyway, you grow up in the yes. family. Yes. So, and then, so there's so much fortuitous, like, capriciousness of nature that is happening here. First of all, the wind just happens to blow the news balloon <laughs> in the right direction. And then secondly, Julia just happens to pick up a satellite broadcast from Brussels yeah. on her cable TV in 2008. Right. So- and they had like an emergency... Uh, they had an emergency Belgium's Funniest Videos because it's like they, they already cut it together, aired it, and all of Brussels has seen this. All of Brussels has seen it, and um, they're famous for for being caught doing that. The uh, With their clothes on. Like, it was their, like what the footage was going out live, it's uh, – who <laughs> Like, uh, you know, well, I guess a a breaking news hot air balloon would go out live. Probably. I guess not not much is going on in fucking Brussels. If this is what the news, this is like cracking. I mean, no offense to Brussels. It's it's beautiful. Okay. I haven't been there, but I'm I'm guessing it's beautiful in Brussels. Okay. So we're on to the next one. Okay. And and there's Seth and he's, um, he's very muscly in his tight fitting. Turtleneck. Turtleneck. Uh huh. <laughs> it's dark blue. Uh, it's the same day, though, because uh, Etta, he's on the phone with Etta. He's got a cordless phone now, and she's got a cordless phone. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, cell phone, I'm guessing, is what he has. I don't know. I don't know why. I guess she had her cell phone before. I, Juliet, being old fashioned, was calling from a corded phone. I didn't notice that Etta's was her cell phone. So, anyway, Seth, more modern. You can tell by his turtleneck how modern he is, because uh, people are always wearing turtlenecks. And he's re- the ridiculous bumps representing his muscles. Yes, he, it's like he, insane. It it looks like a um like an eleven year old is like I'm going to draw a superhero comic. You're right. Yeah, gonna, exactly. And this is what humans it's, look. Like. They're wearing it for their Halloween costume. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it looks like it's filled with padding. Like mom made a muscle man shirt for him. <laughs> It's like, mom, mom, these, I think some of the padding is off. Nope, that's what people look like. Go on, go have fun trick or treating. Uh, Seth says, You kids sure know how to do things in style. There are pictures and film of you and Amos rampant on a Bosendorfer. It's all over the internet. I just saw it. And then she says, You did? Looking all sheepish. Oh, no. Yeah. And he says, Isabel saw it, too. And now, in the final panel, she brightens up and says... She did? Okay. Let's... Okay, so... It's Isabel. Okay. It's Isabel. All right. It's not... Isabel Florin, a pianist with a narcissistic bent who accompanies Amos's practice on cello. She likes Amos. And has been in conflict with Edda over this. God. Um, and then here's the. Oh my God! No, wait, 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 wait. You you need to hear this last part because I don't know how we know either of these things from looking at the comic. Okay. But okay, she is of Portuguese origin with a slight accent. Oh my God. 
I can't believe we didn't pick that up from that panel of her, that she has a slight accent. <laughs> oh, my God. So stupid. Just when you think it can't get any dumber, it does. This it is, just gets I mean, dumber and every dumber. Every single time we come to this comic strip, it is like, it's like, what the fuck is going on? Last episode... <sighs> It was like this. Well, this certainly couldn't be a fucking news balloon. So we did a whole comedy bit about it, and then, <laughs> sure enough, it's a fucking news balloon. It's a fucking news balloon. It's a fucking news. It's being televised worldwide. It's on the internet. Like, so why? <sighs> anyway, the whys are so there are pictures asked. and a film. A film, he says. That's what I was going to go to. A yeah. film. There are pictures I, like, and a film. I saw a film of you on the internet. It, like rampant on a Boisendorf. Boisendorfer. That's a piano, right? A, a the, very, the, yeah, very good Bosendorfer. Okay, Bosendorfer. Yeah. It's a very good piano, like, like a Stradivarius violin. Yeah. It's yeah. like that's yeah. it's a piano. Okay, rampant. Rampant. What does that mean? Rampant. Um, flourishing or spreading unchecked. Gross. Gross. It, it spreading. Really... <laughs> That's <laughs> gross. You and Amos spreading unchecked on a Bosendorfer. But it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It's not. Yeah, um, it doesn't. You and Amos rampantly having sex, maybe? Uh, or running rampant is the word that, I mean, is the phrase that I hear when you right, say running, running rampant. Yeah, which is like running unchecked. Yeah, so I guess like unchecked. So you, so like you and Amos unchecked, you know, like unchecked on a yeah, on a Bosendorfer. It's all over the internet. I just saw it. Okay, so Isabel saw it too, and Etta is very pleased that that she stuck one. That when Amos stuck one to her, (laughs) she was sticking one to Isabel. (laughs) Here's the thing. Yes. I don't believe that one woman would be interested in Amos, much less all the women. All All, the women that pass through. All of the women are interested in Amos who is, well, it's, it's like a Woody Allen type look, isn't it? And it's in the same way. Oh yeah, that they're Allen's, all just like Woody fascinated with him. Yeah. you know, getting, getting Mariel Hemingway and Diane Keaton and <laughs> Mariel Hemingway play, playing a teenager. Sure. Oh jeez. Sure, sure, sure. Oh god. Oh god. Oh god. Oh god. Let us never two. speak. Let us never speak of Manhattan. Oh god. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. It was yeah. all. It was all there. The clues were all there. Everybody. Um, <laughs> Just all there. Okay. Oh, gosh. We're getting artsy again on the okay. next one, guys. Oh, we are? On our okay. fourth one, yeah. Going to four. Getting artsy. Going to four. Oh, Ten. yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Okay. So it's broken up into four panels, but it's one picture. Etta lying on her stomach, still on her phone, uh, like, a, uh, like a teenager in uh, a 50s slumber party right, right. scene from a movie. Yeah, um, truly. Yeah. Like Beauty game. school dropout. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, the... So, okay. um, Etta says... Just tell me this, Seth. Dot, dot, dot. Drop, Drop down, down on it. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. How did you know it was me on the film? <laughs> and then the next one, 
What do you mean you recognize part of me? Then there's just I guess so he's speaking during these. Yeah. The part they didn't blur dot dot dot. Question mark. So fun fun punctuation in the last oh panel, God. which what is because is- it's the part they didn't blur is in, in quotes in and quotes. then and then an ellipsis and then a question mark. So fun, <laughs> super fun. Um, what are the? I mean, okay. So now we have to go back and oh, they oh, okay. So they did they fucked on the piano. Yeah. So they did that and then they put their clothes back on and the whole time the balloon was there. <laughs> but Somehow, just that they put magically- their clothes on so fast that it was. I mean. They weren't even, like, doing this, where they, like, fooling with their buttons or any... Well, they all wear turtlenecks. Right. What buttons? There's no buttons. Well, except for Amos has to button up all of those buttons up to the very top of his collar. (laughs) Um, Also, a... Somebody needs to explain to Brooke McEldowney how... um, Okay, so we saw them at the beginning when they first started making out, and the balloon was there, seeing them start to make out. And somehow a hot air balloon then stayed stationary outside their window (laughs) while they then that escalated into intercourse and then de-escalated into putting clothes back on. And it was still there. Someone needs to explain to Brooke McEldowney that that's not how hot air balloons work. Yeah, hot air balloons can't. That would be a helicopter, wouldn't it? That you can just hover. So anyway, this is a magical balloon that carries that they have all over Europe to do um, to cover breaking news. Oh, my God. I just. Uh, Once again, how did you know it was me on the film? This is an old man who's using the the word film because he doesn't want to say video, which would be accurate. Because if it's up on if it's up on the internet, like that that if it's a piece from a TV show, if it's it's right. not a film, right? It's not a film. Well, and, she, and then she repeats it. How did you know it was me right. on the film? Right. She says instead of the video because, because Brooke McEldowney doesn't want to call it anything but a film because a film is someone more- who is twenty or whatever in two thousand eight is not going to use the word film. It just doesn't make sense. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. If you say, I saw a film on the internet, even in 2008, what you would be referring to is, like, I saw saw a movie. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't say, like, some clip from a show. You wouldn't call it a film. It was me on the film? How How did you know it was me on the film? Just tell me this, Seth. A minute and a half passes. Because of the ellipses and the drop down a line. Good Lord. And he goes, and he's like, you know, we're paying for international call here. Could you cut with the ellipses? Yeah. Just, just talk to to me. Get to the fucking point because this is costing a lot of money. It's It's just, it's. uh, 2008, you probably had to still have a long distance plan. Yeah. That's true. But this isn't even long distance. This is international calls, yeah. which are I mean, still yeah. very expensive. And she's he wasting like, it all. Oh, my God. Go and on. then it's just. So you're telling me they got completely nude. 
or halfway nude for this because they had to blur her. That not only that, not only that, but the entirety of that was then put up <clears throat> on the internet. Basically, a sex tape yep. of them because people are like, guess what happened at this cello competition in Brussels? If you weren't <laughs> able to pick up a satellite feed of it. So here's the thing. He's calling it a film, but it had to be video because they were seeing it like as it happened. Oh, my God. So and it was. OK, so this is just so this is why are we? Why there are, are we pictures and a film line? on the Internet. OK. All right. Oh well, my I get God. that. I get that, that there would be like people would like have a screen grab from it or whatever. whatever. Right. But I agree. But it it's a, like but but he literally film on the Internet. Calling it a film is just like it's just. And then her of, repeating. It was me on the film. Yes. OK, I'm going to I'm going to I don't know. I don't have much left. I don't. I, I don't know how how much longer can we? We're gonna have to do it for our listeners. Do what? We're taking the hit. I was like, I don't know. This may be our last show. I can't take it anymore. How dumb it is. <laughs> but I can't. But no, I, it, we'll never stop doing this. Never. Okay. So until he stops. In our fifth strip. Now we're just still in Brussels, and Amos and Etta are. Um, they're dressed for the competition. Yeah, I guess. I'm, that's what I'm guessing. Yeah, they're, they've they're, it's it's time. It's time. He's in it's the competition background wearing a tuxedo with very shiny lapels. Mm-hmm. They're so shiny, they look as if they might be made out of like um, black glass. <laughs> and, and or he's been hit with a crow, like a crow rammed into him. Oh, like when Fabio killed a goose. Oh with his my face. god. I mean, I literally had to, I went, somehow the name Fabio came up uh, while I was driving my 12-year-old son home from school. And I was like, there is a famous guy. Oh, no, we were coming back from the dentist, so we had more time. And I had to go through the entire thing of just so I could tell him the story of Fabio killing a goose with his face. With his face. I was like, here's who Fabio was. Here's the whole story. He was this handsome not really particularly bright or anything guy, and he became this cultural icon, and so he rode a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. Like he opening. was the cover of romance novels. Right. Like they used his yeah. a model. And he became famous for that, and then everybody latched onto him because his name was Fabio, and he had an accent, and he, was, he became sort of a, a, yeah. a, a, a bit of comedy everywhere. And then I just I told him the whole story of Fabio just so I could tell him the story of how during the opening of a roller coaster he killed a goose with his <laughs> face. <laughs> First of all, and, the poor goose. It made me so sad. But his I, face when they pull in the station and he's got like blood on his face well, and he's like, like what? He, what just? <laughs> he may not have, like how like if if you. Are on a roller coaster and get hit in the face with a goose. There's, uh, there's no way that you understand exactly what. Understand happened. what? I mean, I've never seen a face like that. Like it's he was just like, so, what? It's happened? so, it's amazing. And uh, Milo immediately like latched onto the fact that he, and said something along the lines of, he, he was so beautiful, his face killed a goose. <laughs> The face right. that killed a thousand gooses. <laughs> um, to me, there's there's almost nothing 
there's like that that happened in my lifetime is like yeah when i'm old i'll tell kids about like how how we managed to live through a pandemic and how there was a guy <laughs> named fabio who <laughs> killed a goose with his face on a roller coaster <laughs> it's like, and, hey, but you're come- right it's just like it's like that just the 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 visual of him coming in the station with the bloody oh, face it's so like good. i can you know i'm the least video- observant person on the world but i could describe that to a sketch artist you know yeah. to like re and sketch it completely exactly how it was yeah, there's no footage of him act of it of the moment. of it hitting him. There's yeah. just him pulling into the station, and people, <laughs> people around him kind of know what happened. There's like a couple of girls sitting behind him, and they're <laughs> it's amazing. Anyway, um, Etta is on her laptop computer. Oh. Behind her and looking towards her is Amos, and she looks worried. Oh, she looks so worried. Yeah, she's just and then looking he, at the computer. He comes up. And now the chair she's sitting in has disappeared. It's gone. <laughs> it's gone. just gone. And Amos says, what are you looking at? And she's trying to close the computer, even though he was standing behind her and he, yeah. he could have seen it. Could but, have seen um, it. What are you looking at? And uh, then she throws herself at him. Yeah. And kisses him deeply. And his arms are out like, what's happening? And then in the final panel, she has her hands on her on his face. And she says, and because she speaks first, because she's, she's on the right. <laughs> on the right. <laughs> exactly. She's on the right. He's on the left. So she speaks first, as is tradition. <laughs> I'm sorry. Dot, 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 dot. dot. What was it you asked? I don't remember. <sighs> See, because. That'll I'm... make the internet go away. <laughs> Here's. Here's the thing, too. Like, her dress, yeah. the front, you know, uh, what do they call it, neckline goes down as far as the back of the dress. It, like, her Maybe. neckline goes down to her waist, and then, like, the back goes down to her waist. So it's, yeah. uh, so it's like the sexiest. I mean, this is what pianists wear in competition, you know, because yeah. she's going to. This is this is what a normal accompanist would wear in a competition. I feel like in this, because this is the dress, her boobs are drawn smaller. Yes. Yes, because, you're right. Because normally she's wearing something tight-fitting and she has bigger boobs, but if she had really big boobs in a dress like this, they would just tumble out. Yes, and she would, um, yeah, so I guess this is him going like, we have to be respectful of the audience. They would tumble out and playfully, it, like a couple if of you were, playful puppies. Yeah, if you're playing like Rachmaninoff or something, or... Speaking, I have to... Tchaikovsky. Side, I have to sidebar. Okay. Rachmaninoff. Uh, so, as I said earlier, I've watched Willy Wonka so many times. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, Mike TV's mom... Uh-huh. Uh, cracks me up, and there are several points in the movie where I'm like, "This is a character that Brooke Dillman is playing." <laughs> um, I'm like, Mike TV's mom is, could easily be swapped out with Brooke Dillman. Oh my god! And the best is, um, and I really, and I didn't, I didn't get fully get the joke 
until watching it with because my kids always watch it with the subtitles on, even though the three of them that have watched it the most really can't read that quickly at the at the best. The best reader among them is seven. And like, why do they have the captions on? <laughs> but there's the part where they come up to a door and it's a musical lock and he plays. And she turns she turns and very smugly goes Rachmaninoff. And of course, the joke being. That it's Mozart. It's Mozart. It's Mozart. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Mozart. Ma- but Mozart. Like, to me, to me, I love it was Mozart's cheese. To me, <laughs> to me, it was always funny enough that she was just such so smug. Yeah, that yeah. she smugly knew it. But then I was like, oh no, the joke is that she's also wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's just. <laughs> Rachmaninoff. But every, but every time, every time that that line in particular and that look, I'm like, that's that's Brooke Dillman. Oh, I mean, I'm honored. Thank you, thank you. You know what other role that I would have killed to play What's is that? Harold's mom in Harold and Maude. I think that's one of the greatest performances. Uh, it's been so long when she's filling out his singles dating mm-hmm. form. I mean, it is. You've got watch it. <laughs> I mean, I love that movie so much, but watch it. Just, I mean, when she, oh, God, I love the mom so much. But, oh, I love that movie. I love it. License and registration. I don't have a license. I don't believe in them. I mean, just. I, I just it's, it probably is. Ruth been Gordon. Since high school, um, since I've seen that movie. Oh, you got to so see I, it again. I re- re- Show not, it to Milo. Will, I mean, it's got a little bit of, I mean, obviously they fall in love. <laughs> And he's, you know, what, 17 or whatever, 18? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but, and she's 80-something. Yeah. So I don't know. But it's just, it's a beautiful movie. She's, and hilarious. She's in the big bus. He's seen Ruth Gordon. Oh, God. Oh, then. Okay. <laughs> he's kind of, Ruth Gordon was on a Columbo the other night, too. Just, uh, I lost my mind. I lost my mind. Um, have you seen, have you seen the footage of Columbo falling Falling down a hill. Oh, I saw that one the other night. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing that that's a choice that they made and that Peter Falk did it. It's so it's crazy that he has it's to go. So he has to funny. go down somewhere in like Griffith Park. Obviously, has to go down the hill to where the crime scene is and just yeah. like and ends up like running and tumbling down a hill. It's, yeah, no, it is the fun, you know. And he's just like, oh, really? We're going down here. <laughs> crazy it's anyway. anyway there was one okay, the other on. night where his wife gave him a new coat and it's denim and he can't move or or work it you know it's just hilarious and then the guy that's on it the case keeps fine he leaves keeps leaving the coat and the guy goes you forgot your coat colombo you know and it's just i mean it's a great Senor, your it's a great pajamas. right <laughs> right okay all right. So um, anyway, back to the. It's so I did. Okay. So she's she's gonna distract him from seeing the film of them yeah. having uh, sex on a right. Bosendorfer. But obviously, but obviously, also maybe like um, you know, it kind of kind of got her going, and so. Oh, she's I didn't even think of that. I see. It's sort of that's I what I'm see. reading into the okay. look on her face. <clears throat> okay, that like she's, but I mean, why is she going to try to keep him from? Because he's about point. to compete. 
Right, right. He's about to compete. Okay, so let's move on. Number six. We're in the okay. home stretch here of this yeah. episode. They're on the street, and people are craning their necks to see them. Craning their necks so much, I would say that they have broken their necks, and their heads are facing the wrong direction now. <laughs> look yeah, at the guy. Yeah, it is literally. The lady, right. Look at the lady in the distance, third from the left. Oh my God! She, she is literally drawn, her, her head, head is spun around like an owl. Like the first two guys on the left, that's fine. But then the guy fourth from the left, uh-huh. that is his chin is resting right. like on on his scapula. There, I mean, you got neck guy, problems from and then doing the guy, that. The guy just over Amos's left shoulder, also. Those those gentlemen have just. Had their necks snapped um, by Arnold Schwarzenegger in uh, in an action film, and they are dead. Now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's people just... are staring at them. I don't know and why I... it. I don't know why it has to be. Why did they have to be walking away? Because he loves drawing people from behind, obviously. But like, why not just draw them walking towards them and staring? Anyway, well, and also. Uh, should we just read it and then I'll, we'll go back? Yes. Yeah, so the, okay. she's she looks terrified. Amos looks just puzzled and says, "Funny, he's got his he's got his cello slung over his back like Johnny Cash and his guitar." He says, "Funny dot dot dot." Everyone in the street is looking at us. They must be aware you're a finalist. I don't think so. All the men are looking at you. And they're smiling. And then in the final panel, she um, has she's retreating into her coat like a turtle. Her head is uh, disappearing into her coat. We only see her angry eyes, angry like what's her name, Isabel, in the first. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Does the same angry eyes? I can feel the slight accent here too. (laughs) Then Amos, who's still not catching on because it's sex related, so he can never catch on. Says, all of the women are looking at you, too, dot, 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 drop down a line, uh-huh. dot, 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 but they're not smiling. Oh, God. Okay, so, so all of the women, so two things with yeah. this. Go there's ahead. two directions that you can go in, both mm-hmm. but with his line, with the decision that all of the women are not smiling. So none of the women are enjoying having seen the two of them do it. All of the men are enjoying it, but are only looking at Ada. But then the women who are also looking at Etta disapprove that she was so bold as to have sex, right? That's one. Or they are like Isabel mm-hmm. and they are jealous. They're jealous. Those are the only two options. Well, and they're mad their man is looking at her smiling. But the men aren't smiling. That's what I want to say. I think Yes. So the assumption is all of the women are with men because otherwise they right. hardly count. <laughs> right. Why would you be? Yeah. You would. No reason to live. You'd just kill yourself if you didn't have a man to be. The women are mad that the men have seen it. But also it, it sort of feels like they're mad because why does Etta get to have sex with this fucking hunk known as Amos? Right. Yeah. Oh, I know that he's just like so. But the, look at the men. Only one of them is slightly smiling. No, they they look They aren't th- smiling. They're not. And so that's an interesting detail for him to add into the dialogue and decide not to put in 
to and not and not drawing. It's like he doesn't ever like proof these. He's he like he draws it and then he's like perfect instead yeah. of going like oh I didn't draw any smiling men. So the assumption is also not a single woman looked at that footage and was like that's like I enjoyed that like the men all enjoyed it. The women yeah. either did not see it but are not enjoying how their husband or their man is looking at it. Or, or just because this is all the women and certainly on the street we see doesn't – there's a woman who's like – the woman with her head completely turned back around is without a male accompaniment. Well, because her head's on backwards. Yes, she can't exactly. get a man. She's it's a too w- bizarre. Exactly. Also, may I say, the first panel is like, you can see the buildings in the background. It's night. They've drawn at night. And then the second, third panel, there's no buildings. It's not night. It's just a white background with no other people, nothing. They've walked by the only people on the streets in Brussels, and now they're alone. Yeah. Taking into consideration uh, Brooke McEldowney's Catholic upbringing. You have to believe that this is about um, uh, the men. The men got to have a libidinous thrill by looking at the video and enjoying it. Right, right. And the women are being prudes. Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So And and, for- and just like in any woman who's pretty is just the devil. It's like you can't right. you can't trust her, you can't be friends with her, you can't right. then I have a serious question. Uh-huh. Why is Edda mad at the end? Because she's sick of women being jealous of her. She's just like, get over it. I'm gorgeous. I'm <laughs> right. sexy. I'm so mad at women it, hating me. Isn't it funnier if she's like, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, well. It's just weird that she's like super angry. Super mad. She's like, just, the men are looking like... She's never mad that a man's looking at her. It's always no. just like, oh, yes. a oh, man's looking at me like sexually. Me? God, fucking women. Yeah, fuck always them. fucking hate me. Fucking women. All right. It's exhausting. This is so and exhausting. In this next one, we definitely see how low cut the dress yeah. is. Yeah. To her belly button, basically. It's Just like, about. Almost, yeah. It's like the, like, who was it? Like Mariah Carey or Jennifer Lopez, like at the Oscars. Oh, right, right. You had to tape the dress Jennifer on. Jennifer Lopez, and the, yeah. yeah. Like, um, so now we're at the competition. There, uh, We open on a shot from the audience of the stage with the piano. And strangely, a chair for him to sit on. <laughs> And his, with his cello. Yeah, he doesn't have to just... He does, don't they know? Hang him. He has his own end pin. End pin. <laughs> That's right, it was end pin. That? He has his own balloon satellite. B-Y-O-E-P. Brought my own end pin. Just sh- let me get it up there. All right. Announce me. <laughs> okay, so... Um, I, I've sussed out that it's Amos who has the first line. Right, you have no idea because it's just the they're, they're off the stage. stage. Yeah, I've never seen such a big audience. The hall is crammed to the exit signs, and then in the second panel, we see Etta, who is now so very thin. Yeah, 
Yeah. It's like she's half the size. She's like the size of his bow, his cello bow. She's, I mean, it's like, yeah. it's a rail. But not proportionate. Like, if you look at the final two panels, like, her arms look huge. Yeah, yeah, like, suddenly. But, like, her, but like her waist is like a 22-inch waist all of a sudden. Anyway, <sighs> Amos is peeking from behind the the curtain, and Edda's standing next to him, and she looks sheepish a little bit, and she says, The Forestier finals must be popular here. Not that popular. I hick. <gasps> and then he hiccups. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then now it's a shot of the two of them, and he's got his hand over his mouth as he hiccups again. She's looking a little shocked. Um, although she's she's got like this super skinny waist and like yeah. giant chest, giant, giant and shoulders. Chest, not, I mean, her boobs, not are boobs, small, no. But her like her chest, barrel chested and broad, broad. L- literally looks like she's wearing football pads. <laughs> it's crazy. And a guy pokes his head in from a distance and says, "Monsieur Mademoiselle, dot comma, drop down a line, dot dot dot, sans." Minute. So it took him a lot. They they had about seven or eight. They minutes had when seven he or eight minutes. Talking, then, but then yeah. he had to pause after saying, "Madame, Monsieur, Mademoiselle." And then um, she uh, puts her hand on his shoulder and gives him a look. I I can't figure out the look because this is where we're ending. It's bedroom eyes. It's, it's, it is okay. It's bedroom eyes. He's still hiccuping, and she says in a different font, so it's, uh, uh, I guess, saucy. I believe he said, comma. Drop down a line. <laughs> Ellipsis. Five minutes. Okay, so they're going to do it before he goes on stage. We're leaving that there at a cliffhanger. This is our last one for today. But a couple of things. Yeah. Uh, If you've ever been backstage at a uh, a live performance, it it gets, when there's five minutes, it gets very, you know, excited and rushed and, you know, and and the man would say, Monsieur, Mademoiselle, cinq minutes. There would be no comma. Dot, dot, you know, ellipse. It's like he would just be like, Monsieur, Mademoiselle, Saint Minute. You know, like, oh, it's almost here. Uh, no. Also, when you say there would be no comma and then an ellipsis, I think what you're talking about is ever in the written language of English. Well, that's, that yes. Is that is. I'm sorry. That was the first thing. Yes. Literally insane. Insane. <laughs> that is the typing of an insane person to do a comma and then. An ellipsis, like what? Like comma, I guess he's drop trying. Down the line. Yeah. I comma guess he's trying. down. Go ahead. You're I no, no. I'm sorry. Here. I'm so sorry. You go. No, you please. Okay. No, I, you insist. Go. I insist. I insist. I insist. All right. Well, after you. Okay. All right. No. No. After you. After you, sir. <laughs> yes. But then it's. I think he's trying to be grammatically correct, and when you say someone's name, you put a comma after. You know, right. like the comma is fine. You're dropping down a line. There's going to be a pause. Yeah. Already. Yeah. Like you're dropping Monsieur, down. Mademoiselle. Saint minute. Yeah. Yeah, you don't you you don't have a comma and then an ellipsis. You just don't. May I say too? She has this secret, right? That she's trying to keep from him about right. them being fo- uh, filmed from a breaking news 
cello hot competition, <laughs> hot air balloon. Then went out on a satellite feed that her mother in America and everyone else in America was able to pick up on their cable TVs. And then everyone in Brussels saw it, like everyone on the street, every resident of Brussels. Yes. Well, first, first, everybody in America happened to be able to get the satellite, find the satellite feed to pick up, as she said, the satellite feed from Brussels to see. Of, of, but was that the satellite feed of Brussels' funniest videos? My assumption is at the beginning, she turns on her TV looking for the Brussels, seeing if there's anything on this competent cello competition in Brussels. She manages <laughs> to pick up, as she said, a satellite broadcast of the competition. And I think what she picked up and what Seth and what Isabel also happened because they were looking around too and they picked it up as well on their cable TVs. Even Isabel floating around in her in her grimy pool. In her, yeah. It's like I'm worried she's gonna get electrocuted. Yeah. She's just like that they what they picked up was the live feed from the news balloon. Um because that's the last thing we saw was the news balloon. And then when she got on the phone, it was the next day. And now that footage is now making its rounds and it has been on Brussels' most funny okay. videos. Most, oh, I see. Videos. Okay, okay. And on the YouTube and the... Right, and and, the, and they put it and with a special note citation on it that this is a film. A film, yes. This is not a video it is against the law to refer to it as anything but a film. I believe it is in Brussels. I mean, we can look that up later, but I do believe in Brussels it is against the law to say something is a video if it is actually a film. Right. So, And they're not joking around th- about it. They're not joking around about yeah, it. I don't think we need to Google that. I, I, it's I, a, I, I yes. believe you're right. It's well yes. known. It's well and known. It's, a, it's a mandatory fine and or a certain, like, I believe up to six months in jail. Because I know, I, I mean, I know someone who knows someone whose aunt went to Brussels and that happened to them. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's horrible. I'm sorry. I was in the middle. I had it in my head. So I was distracted. Yes, you were. I didn't I, know what was happening. I did. Were you watching? Yes. I was trying to, I was trying you to figure out You were using your fingers to. Per- was, oh, okay. I was using my fingers. That sounded disreputable. <laughs> He's in his closet using his fingers. Uh-huh, that'll be on. Oh shit! Ooh, I hope there's not a breaking news hot air balloon. There's a closet hot. Balloon. <laughs> there's a hot air balloon right outside the window that I can see from my closet. God oh, damn it! God there's damn always it. news balloons floating around every fucking place. You're gonna be on a Brussels funniest videos film. I hope, I hope nobody's film. able to Wait pick up that satellite broadcast. <laughs> Brussels funniest videos film. Brussels version of Bel- Belgium's okay. version of funniest. No, 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 video. no, no, no. Wait, I just went back and 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 it's worth noting that this is Brussels version. Okay, which by the way needed an apostrophe as oh, a possessive. Oh, what one is this? What number? Two. Two. You appeared on. Oh, no, I'm sorry. On a Brussels version. Okay, okay. Oh, God, I thought we had him. Yeah, I, we I did had too. Him. But still, this implies that there's Belgium's funniest videos, but then there's also 
there's different ones for different cities in Belgium. A Brussels version of Belgium's right. funniest well, video. Well, that's why I think it was an emergency. They called an emergency meeting uh, uh, in the Brussels, you know, chapter of Belgium's funniest videos. Ah, this fucking comic. Oh, my God. It's so... Anyway. But so here's is... here's my thing, though. All of this has happened. She's trying to keep it from him so he can perform his cello for the competition and not find out about this, but then goes, hey, let's do it again here in the here in the concert hall. Oh, she just can't get enough. Well, it's, I mean, she's been talking about it with her mother since she was six years old. Right, but she goes back and forth, and she's horrified that there's a video, uh, f- sorry, film, Think right. I'm not in Brussels or I'd be in jail by now. So the last thing you would do is have it in a public place again at the competition, you know, and like she's, but she's like, ah, let's do it again. So here's the timeline. The timeline is they rehearse for this and end up um, fucking on a Bosendorfer. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, there's a news balloon outside <laughs> that, that, um, that takes a film of them. Yes. That then gets transferred uh, to video. Either that is directly seen as it's broadcast out on a satellite, live. a balloon satellite, live, that then is picked up by Juliet, Seth, and Isabel in America to see. Either they get that live feed or it then gets t- put on the Brussels version of Belgium's funniest home videos, and that's what they watch. And then. Everybody in the world sees it so much so that it causes every, literally everyone, literally everyone on the street of Brussels looks, recognizes them immediately from footage shot through a window from 55 feet away on in a hot air balloon. Blurring most of their. That everybody instantly recognizes that, that that's who it is, that these are the people that I'm seeing walking down the street now. And so everybody sees it. And then everybody wants to go to the competition to see what's going to happen now with this couple that was fucking in a practice space that we just saw footage of shot from a hot air balloon, 50 feet away through a window. And and so now, now the competition is, is overflowing with people because they want to see. Crammed to the exit signs. Crammed to the exit signs. They're like, I mean, if their fucking was that much fun to watch, certainly his cello playing must be amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and also, I'm sorry. In, again, performance, you know, like performance halls, the saying is standing room only. Not yep. crammed to the exit signs. It's yep. like, oh my gosh, I've never seen a big audience. It's standing room only. Yeah, that would make more sense. Yeah. So, great. This is a great place to stop because they're about ready to do it backstage. And um, all of this has made 100% sense. This is something that, that mm-hmm. there are definitely analogs to things in real life. You know, I mean, if I had a nickel for every time a story like this happened. Uh, I mean, I just think back to all those times that I was like, 
I'm on cable TV and I'm flipping around. I'm like, God, I wish there was something. And then some, and then suddenly it's like, oh shoot, I just picked up some satellite. Yeah, it goes, (laughs) and in comes a satellite. I just just picked up a satellite feed from Belgium of exactly the thing I was looking for. What do they speak in Belgium? What do they speak? French. French? They might, it might be. So you don't speak French, but you stop on this. The whole world stops. To look at Brussels version speak, of Belgium's funny. They speak Dutch, French, and German. Ah, okay. Again, <laughs> you would have to be extremely lucky to put a news crew into a hot air balloon and find and, and not die in downtown. You, but it happens to blow by. I love how you're a, saying you would have to be to put a news crew in a hot air balloon. You're saying it like. <laughs> No. You're I now mean, speaking of this like we, it's a thing. If we live in a world where a news crew in a balloon is a perfectly normal thing to draw, just so that you can get foot, like there's a hundred. On the 12th floor. There are a hundred different ways that are perfectly realistic that you could do that they accidentally get, that they get filmed doing it somewhere. There's a hundred ways. And he chose the most ridiculous, I yeah. guess, I guess out of like thinking it's a funny farcical comedy thing that like a hot air balloon, it's Brussels. Somehow this is funny because of like the Montgolfier brothers or something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand. But then to just casually toss off that Juliet picked up a satellite feed on her TV. She just casually picked it up. Like it's a thing that so happens. did Seth and Isabel. And so did Seth and Isabel also saw it on their TVs. Could we know they were watching their TVs and saw it on their TVs? Later, Seth explains is on the internet. That's why everyone's seen it. But at the time, Seth sees it on TV because he's holding a remote, and Isabel sees it because she's holding a remote while lying in her disgustingly filthy <laughs> oil-filled pool. <laughs> And this is our cliffhanger. This is where we end. This is where we end with them about to do it again. Uh huh. Oh yeah. Because he has the hiccups, and she knows a, a, the only a tried way, and true way to get rid of hiccups. There's three ways: drinking upside down, drinking upside down, drinking from then, the opposite side of the, standing yeah. upside down, drinking from the opposite side of the glass, or fucking. Those are the three ways to get rid of hiccups. Right, right. And so he can't possibly do another one of those there. But also her, again, her emotional journey through this makes zero sense. She's horrified, but then she's thrilled when it, it oh. It, when the oh, men are it, looking at her and smiling. And, well, no, back to Isabel. Oh, she found oh, out I'm Isabel. Sorry. Oh, right, right. And then she's yeah. thrilled about that. And then she's looking at it on the internet and she's horrified. And she doesn't want him to know. She's horrified and doesn't want him to know. And then... And then they're on the street, and she's like uh, a little bit nervous. Oh, the men are looking and smiling. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I, she's nervous. Like, I hope Amos doesn't find out. But then it's like, oh, the women aren't smiling. She's like, God fucking God damn, damn it. Why aren't they smiling? I'm hot and sexy. And then he gets the hiccups again. So she has to fuck him again. She has to. She has to. She has to. In public, even In though public, there's cameras around. She has to, there's so, must be so many cameras. It is a cello competition. Why would there not be all sorts of cameras? Certainly in this, in this hall, there is also a hot air balloon filled with cameras. Because in, in the loge. Not? 
In the <laughs> in the mezzanine, there is a hot air balloon filled with cameras. Breaking news from the low hot air balloon. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's just, it's so goddamn dumb. It is truly, truly dumb. And I... I suspect that his fans like love that it's like farcical that it's like oh a balloon. <laughs> it's like it's just so fuck. But no, no, just no. It's just, just, just no. No more, please. There's something I'd like to cram no. to the exit sign. <laughs> that would be this cartoon. Right up his old end. Right, pin. cram it up his end pin exit sign. Front bum, back, pro, am butt, am bum, am. Balloon satellite. <laughs> Got you there. Yeah, you did. You did. Nine Chick Weed Rage is written and produced by Brooke Dillman and Jeff Drake. If you're enjoying the podcast, help us spread the word. Tell your friends, subscribe, like, review, all that stuff. Also, if you've been exposed to a Nine Chick Weed lane in the wild, so sorry, but let us know. We're on Twitter, at Nine Chick Weed Rage. That's us. Send us a message and we'll do our best to explain it on a future podcast. And again, thanks for listening. I do not understand why you eat rocks. You're not a bird. You don't need them for your gizzard because... <laughs> You do not have a gizzard. How many times do I have to tell you? You do not have a gizzard. Oh, I've always wanted a gizzard. <laughs>